WV Uncommon Place. This podcast is a variety podcast that houses numerous series to cover mental health, empowerment, podcast framework, and various intimate series to get to know the hosts. Along with occasional movies reviews and dives in pop culture with our event podcast episodes. The Uncommon Place digs into bringing guests on that stories don't fit the mold and are very different. WV stands for the great state of West Virginia and every quarter we cover something in West Virginia. Stacy and myself JR are your hosts so please come along for this venture to Uncommon Place. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. My name is JR. I'm the host. Sometimes uh, my co-host Stacy, she's out on assignment somewhere. I want to say, let's just say Charlotte, North Carolina this week, just to uh, get things started. The series that we're talking about today is post-COVID talks. And this is something I'm doing with podcasters, just like we did the Unfiltered series, which Aaron actually was the very first podcast on that. <laughs> um, and in, in this instance, he'll be the second one on this one, but Everybody has a busy schedule on it, and uh, I thank you so much. So, Aaron, please tell everybody uh, your your name once again, your podcast, and just a little information about yourself and what's going on with the show right now. Uh, hey, everybody. My name is Aaron. I'm the host of I Had to Say It. It is a podcast uh, where basically I rant and rave about whatever I <laughs> happen to be thinking about at the moment, uh, whatever I want to get off my chest. Sometimes I have guests on and give them a forum so they can do the same thing or you know, we have conversations occasionally. Uh, sometimes I try and throw out some cooking advice or if, if I don't have anything particularly to rant about uh, at the moment. Now, fortunately, the world is, doesn't have any shortage of stupid things, so I always have something <laughs> to complain about. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I do try and be a little informative, a little useful, um, at least, you know, maybe bring a different perspective to the table sometimes. Because uh, a lot of the times I don't think people are necessarily going to see things the same way I do. But at the same time, it's like, you know, maybe, maybe sometimes I, I get a lot of people are like, you know, it's so nice to hear somebody else say that. I always think it, but I always don't want to say it because I'm like worried that people are going to think, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just nice to know I'm not alone on this. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's the good thing. And being the kind of guy I am, it's like, you know, what you see is what you get. I'm very, very much. This is me. So I'm, I'm not going to, you know. Maybe maybe it's some getting old and surly. Like you can see all this gray here. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like I just I, I I don't have the energy to worry about displacing who I am in the interest of somebody else being spared a little bit of butt hurt. I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way to intentionally you know hurt somebody's feelings or be a jerk. But at the same time, I'm not going to spend my entire day going. Should I have said that? What what, what if somebody takes that the wrong way? And, you know, that that that's a you problem <laughs> so, right it, it, so the greatest thing with your show when you listen you give this disclaimer at the very beginning about these people that might get butt hurt and that's one thing that i do like about your podcast and like like I, like you said earlier sometimes you say the things that i want to say to some people <laughs> in certain situations and, and everybody knows the job that i do and i work in retail i see a lot of things i probably see the worst of the worst when it when it comes to things but um, we're both pretty deep in podcasting. You have a great following over there. You're very modest about it. You don't uh, put that much out there in the press. And you do follow a, a motto that I follow that success is silent because whatever you do, you do. And you do it because of what, what type of product that you put out there. So I greatly appreciate that. Um, next thing real quick. Uh, 
just so we can throw this in there. We're actually live on Twitch. I forgot to tell you that. I That's mean, cool. Yeah, we do a little live streaming here and there. Some we'll get look, we'll get like 15 people that'll watch it. And then a hundred people might see it later. For some reason, I just do the little quick live videos, depending on the person. And with you, you got great content. So getting into these post-COVID talk questions, there are different questions that I ask everybody, but we are podcasters. Um, first thing first. So people, you know that you see Aaron there, he's the shape of a podcaster from the Midwest. I'm the shape of a podcaster that comes from the Mid-Atlantic. So we have different regions, blah, blah, blah. So that being said, one topic that we talked about before we even got anywhere into anything today, pod fading. Me and you have been podcasting enough. We've gone from the rigors of having small equipment to now having actual podcasting equipment. <laughs> you yourself with the roadcaster and me. I used to be the king of the Yeti mics, but I'm a Zoom guy now. So I carry that little portable thing and two, two of these microphones around. I'm the po- portable podcast. You can do it anywhere. So that being said, from where you started in podcasting to where you are now, and we'll go back to pod fading in a minute. How much difference have you seen in the equipment? Has the equipment changed your show that much? Um, yes and no. Like I, I, I love this roadcaster, the versatility of it. It's got so many features that I'm not actually utilizing at the moment. Cause, uh, like, you know, it's got a built-in soundboard and I can, I, I, I mean, I have buttons, I have buttons galore here where I can be like, you know, and I'm sorry, that might've been the level might've been kind of loud on that one, but I know it's cool. You know, I, I got these buttons and I got all kinds of sound effects and stuff, but with the nature of my show, cause it's when I'm doing, particularly when I'm doing the solo episodes, that's, that stuff doesn't really come into play so much, you know? Um, and it's really cool because it's got built-in recording and multi-tracking and all this other stuff. So I could actually do the entire show without having my computer even turned on if I wanted to, which is, which is awesome. But when I'm just doing stuff by myself, I just do it right into my editing software so I can edit on the fly. And if I screw up and say something really dumb, I can take it out right away and just, you know, <laughs> retrack it or whatever. And then do all the post cleanup and get everything done. But uh, it has definitely reduced the amount of cleanup I have to do because I have all the built-in filters running while I talk. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't have to go back and degauss and get all the S's and the pops and all that stuff because it does it automatically as, as, as it's, you know, recording. So, so it's, it's really kind of made my life easier and uh, I'm going to be starting uh, doing like a bi-weekly live show. Okay. I'm going to really try and capitalize on using this thing because I can, I've got it paired to, I can pair it to my cell phone and I got a call in number so I can take phone calls during the episode. uh, Yeah. And that's going to, there are going to be more like the sound buttons and stuff coming into play because I I got some good ones. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, listen, most definitely on a side note, if you have to test that, let me know because I would love to be part of a test episode. Because even with our little Zoom doohickey, it has a, a lock-in interface for the phone. And we we made a whole series of episodes just called them the demo episodes. We did like eight of them based off someone calling and just answering with no computer interface. And, and that's one thing that she touched on that I like too. With what we've done, you know, we've always been trying to be the ultra portable one. I can mix, like you said, I can take care of everything without my computer. The worst thing I have to do is take the SD card out and put it on something, uh, you know, but obviously you're going to transfer stuff regardless. So, yeah, I will say on my part, it has changed the landscape of going to events for us. For sure. That's uh, 
but but with you, my God, so you you have a whole nother concept for your episode, and not to dig too deep into it. Are you going to run this like on a Twitch type deal? Or are you going to uh, yeah, Instagram Twitch, model? YouTube? Uh, at least initially, I'm probably just going to do it on two things because um, right now, based on everything I've been playing with, uh, like the free version of Streamyard, because like this is still a very shoestring budget for me. I got I got I'm st- I'm still getting out of the hole from COVID, so. Right. We all it's are. like it's like until I can actually have some disposable income to just throw at stuff. I'm I'm like free or very minimal fee is very good for Aaron. So and with the free version of like StreamYard or OBS or any of the online stream streaming stuff to go to multi-platforms, they only let you go to two platforms and like to go to the Facebook page that I have set up for the show. That is like, well, no, you got to upgrade to the next tier of this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that until I actually got a regular audience. And then I'll think about adding, you know, if, if I can justify it, like, oh, well, you know, I get the X amount of, I haven't even picked the number, honestly, but if I get X amount of views, okay, I'll upgrade and put it on more platforms. Cause that means people are actually going to watch it. It's not just going to be me talking to myself every weekend. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so right now it'll be like Twitch and YouTube probably will be the, the two outlets for it okay and, and, I, uh, and i can see that working pretty good for you uh i tell you like what we ended up doing i can favor twitch like what we're doing now this live video because somebody's going to see it but to do the extra tailoring for uh youtube for instance i use an app called uh eddie e-d-d-y and it'll take us right now when, when this comes out on youtube it's going to flip the pictures around it's going to have an overlay on the back side of it and they do all that stuff because, you know, I'm one of those automation people. So I'm going to do that for my video. But like like you said, doing like what you're saying, that would be really interesting. And the only reason I run the live on here and like you said, with Twitch, I mean, with Zoom, I have the option. If I'm running Facebook and YouTube, I can run them together. But when I run Twitch, I can only run it. But I have a little niche over there because I play video games anyway. So that's yeah. where I like to keep them. And like you said, the limitations on these things, it's like, man, do I really want to spend money on video? Because I'm just a podcaster. I'm not this this video aspect. I like it, but it's not it's not podcasting to me. Yeah. And and that's the other thing, too, is like for me, I, I'm like I said, I'm just doing it for fun. I'm just doing it screwing around, basically. So it's like if it takes off, great. And it becomes a thing even better. But in the meantime, it's like I said, it's a, it's a matter of striking that balance of. Yeah, I do it. I enjoy it. I've, I've very, I've I've only like streamed like one video game, but I did set up my Twitch where I'm I'm like, okay, I might start streaming some, some, some God of War with me screaming at the TV or whatever, (laughs) you know, just something for fun. And, um, and so it's like, I've got like two streams on, (laughs) on my, on my, uh, on my Twitch. my on my Twitch, and it's like, and then the other one was uh, I did the uh, the one chip challenge, and uh, okay, <laughs> I did it with a, a buddy of mine, the guy I've known for God thirty some years, like like we we went to grade school together, <laughs> and uh, oh snap, yeah, and he's up in Minnesota, and I was like, okay, because I had a guy that I uh, used to work with down here and he does some stuff with like uh, we watched a movie and stuff like that. And, um, he, he was like, Hey, we're going to do, we want to do the the one chip challenge again. Cause a couple of years ago I did it with him for his YouTube. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it with you. Sure. Why not? <laughs> and we, we were going to do it again this year. And he forgot that I had already bought the chips. So he went out and did it. And he's like, and I was like, dude, what the hell? I thought we were going to do this together. He's like, Oh man, I forgot. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> that hurt way too much. I can't do it again. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just do it by myself then, whatever. And then, uh, so I threw up a little like, hey, I'm going to be doing this like next weekend post on on Facebook or something. And my buddy was like, dude, I'll do it with you. And set it up. We'll stream it. I was like, all right, why not? So, and um, like I said, I've known this guy for 30 some years and he lives up in Minnesota. So we got, we got online and I set it up. I'm like, all right, we'll set this up on the Twitch stream and it'll go to YouTube. And then we had all kinds of technical difficulties because I never did this before. <laughs> and uh, like my, my test runs ran a lot smoother than the actual launch did because for like the first 20 some <laughs> minutes, nobody could hear him. Like it was a complete one-sided conversation, but, um, and then I finally figured out what setting was screwed up. I'm like, oh, wait, click. can you guys hear him now? And they're like, yeah, we can hear him. Cause the thing was, I could hear him the whole time, but it wasn't getting, his audio wasn't getting streamed for some reason. And I got it figured out eventually, but I was like, okay, well, you know, sorry guys, this is what happens when it's the first time I try to do something. I make a lot of dumb mistakes. So thanks for being patient. <laughs> and uh yeah it was fun to get the, people got to watch me get uh the hot chili powder in my eye so that was oh lord oh it was brutal because I, I don't know how it happened i wore gloves just specifically so i wouldn't do that because i know i'm inclined to touch my face every once in a while and i think maybe like a piece of dust flew up in the air or something when i took the gloves off and because i didn't even touch my face and then all of a sudden my eyeball started burning i'm like ow 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 <laughs> like bolted off camera for a couple seconds you know went and got some eye drops and i'm like i swear i didn't drink anything i'm still dying from the chip but i gotta flush my eye i don't want to go blind and uh yeah so i'm like sitting here doing eye drops on camera people are looking at my nose because of the angle <laughs> uh, yeah it was kind of a mess <laughs> but it was fun i bet it was yeah, so, so yeah. like i said so there's like that and an up and like a half hour of me playing video games on my Twitch channel. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I'm kind of creepy with the video games. Like at first, I had a little like spot of me on there, and then I just got away from that. And eventually, I got to the point where I, I would do a quick little introduction, then I get too busy in the game. The next thing you know, I'm getting followers because I'm not saying anything, and they're just watching me play the game. And I'm like, this is not what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be entertainment, and I'm just enjoying myself. But yes, I mean. I I don't know. It's kind of like somebody explained it to me. They're like, uh, it's kind of like, you know, watching professional sports. It's, you, know, you don't see the football players giving you commentary while they're playing the game. I'm like, no, but they got vo voiceover guys, you know, yeah, they got commentators. So, but, and, yeah. and I play a lot of nostalgic stuff. So I was like, wow, people just want to watch me play this old um, WWE steel challenge for only original Nintendo. You know, I got emulators yeah. and stuff like that. But getting back over to the main topic, because I always like to go off pod fading. Uh, this is something that has occurred because we've had a lot of podcasters come along, a lot of them with great content. And this is what baffles me, people. These people, and I always say that I'm an amateurist podcast because I am, you know, I just started, I just got an intro like six months ago. Uh, if I you hear a sound effect, it's like this. That's the only sound effect you're going to get from me. Um, but I have seen quality shows. Like what gets me is uh, I think the hardest show to make is true crime. Because yeah. the people that do the bells and whistles and do the actual research and actually get me involved in it, it was this one lady named Dr. N. And the way she did her show, she only did 14 episodes, right? But she put it together so tight that I would listen to it continuously, little 15-minute episodes, just running them back and forth. And one good thing I would do want to tell the audience real fast, if you go check out Aaron's show, Aaron's show does vary in time links sometimes, but it's very concise on the at least the last eight episodes, I want to say, <laughs> have been real tight. 
So, and, and it seems like all of us now on podcasting are doing that are getting a little bit tighter in our episodes because I've cut some down. Sometimes I got like a seven minute episode, just, you know, not trying to get that TikTok audience, but not to go too far. But let's talk about this pod fade. Um, let's do it like this. Let's go from when during COVID till now, because it was happening back then too, because people, we had five minute podcasters back in, during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's ridiculous. What's your take on it? Well, I mean, <laughs> Like I said, it, 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 I agree with you. I, I, there's some great shows out there that I really like that are just gone and, you know, well done, well executed, like shows I looked at going, wow, I hope I can get to that stage someday. But um, like, like you said, during, during COVID in the beginning, you know, there were everybody and their mother was like, here, let me at least try this and see if we like it. So it's like you said, we got a lot of those five minute shows where it was like, yeah, they, they, they got about six episodes in and we're like, nope, the same for me. It's more work than I thought. It's not fun. I didn't get Joe Rogan money after two de- two episodes. What the hell, you know? And they've a lot. A, a lot of people, I think, kind of came into it too. Like I, I spent personally, I spent years, like since I don't know, maybe 2013, 14, kicking around the idea of setting up a podcast because it was just something I always kind of thought about. But also, I had a lot of friends telling me I should be doing this. Like, dude, you tell funny stories. You, you got good thoughts. You should, you got a good voice. You should be doing this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. I mean, you're my friends. You're, we sit around and be stupid and we laugh and that's fun. That don't necessarily translate real well. And I think a lot of people found that out the hard way, which yeah. ac- accounted for that where they're like, well, you know, telling a story to either nobody or like one other person. I mean, I noticed like when I, ha- when I have somebody else to talk to, things seem to flow a little smoother for me because I am a people people to a certain extent. <laughs> I like talking to people, but it's like, it's still not the same dynamic as, you know, sitting around the, 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 the patio table or whatever with your, with your friends talking, you know, joking, laughing. And, you know, that, cause that, that's what it was for me is like me and my guys hanging out, you know, somebody's backyard, somebody's front porch, whatever, having a couple of beers and just being stupid. And my friends would be like, dude, you should make a show out of this. You'd get famous. And I'm like, it's not the same. Don't y'all get that? <laughs> Making a show is work. <laughs> and uh, it's like, you can't just be on points. And it's, it's kind of like, I, you know, I did some amateur stand-up and stuff too back in the day. And I wasn't terrible, but I also wasn't, you know, nobody signing me to go do arena tours and contracts because, I can I can be funny sitting around talking with people, but getting up on stage and delivering is an entirely different matter. So it's like y'all don't get it. You keep saying you should do this because no, you should do this if you want to do it. But man, you better be ready because a lot of people weren't. And I know I know a couple of shows where people went in, they 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 drop bank right through the door. Like I'm gonna get all this gear. I got you know sure microphones. I got a I got a roadcaster. I got a, I got a, you know, whatever big ass mixer, big processing units, all this other stuff. And then like did four episodes and realized it's a buttload of work getting everything clean and processed and, and coming up with things to say, <laughs> I mean, True. you know, it, you, I mean, like for me, I'm lucky. My, my general rambling and complaining seems to work and people kind of seem to like it, but with a lot, without at least a rough idea of what you're trying to do and where you're trying to go, you're not going to have any kind of identity and people are going to pick up on that. And a lot of people didn't get the immediate traction they were expecting. And, you know, they didn't get that quick dopamine fix where like, bam, bam, bam. And 
all of a sudden like, yeah, this is taking off. It's good. So I think there were a lot of the initial fade came from that. Those, those little four or five episode deals where they're like, you know what? This is a lot of work and I'm not getting what I want out of it. I quit. So you see a lot of people that just didn't have that fortitude to get past that hump. And then on the other side of that, a lot of people went back to work. <laughs> I know that because <laughs> like I was one of those people, I was laid off for like eight and a half months. I had nothing better to do with my day. I would get up and check my email because I was furloughed technically. So I had to check and see if I was going to work every morning and it just never happened. So, so I would get up, pull my phone out, look at my email and go, all right, I didn't get called in today. And I would go throw on a pot of coffee and go plop myself down in front of my, in front of my little Chromebook and start babbling into the microphone. And, uh, cause yeah, that's how I started. I had a Chromebook because I was, that's what I had. Um, <laughs> I was actually getting ready to go back to school and I needed something portable and I was also laid off. So I didn't have a lot of, you know, like I'm not going out and buying a gaming laptop to go take some accounting classes. Right. So, I, so I went out and grabbed a Chromebook and then my wife got me my first microphone uh, for my birthday uh, that in 20, 2019 and uh, or 2020, it was 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so that was, and it was nothing fancy. It was just like a little starter, starter deal off of Amazon. Like it, it's an XLR mic technically, but it plugs into a USB adapter. So it's like, you know, I mean, it, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's definitely useful. Cause once I got a, I, I picked up a, a, a little like basic entry level mixer at an online auction for like 17 bucks. And uh, so then I could still use the same microphone. I just had to get a, uh, a real mic cord, which like back in the day, I used to be in a band. So I had one laying around like in an old storage shed in the, or a storage container in the attic. So I'm like, you know, I think that's up there with my, my old gig bag. Let me go look in there. <laughs> and, and sure enough, I had, a, I, had a, I, had, I had a microphone cord. So I was like, all right, sweet. You know, I don't even have to spend money on that. And, uh, but yes, like I said, that, but that, that, that was just me. And I had a lot of time and I had nothing better to do. So I sat around and I, I worked on it and I taught myself how to edit and how to adjust mixing levels and all this other stuff. And I, like I said, when I was a kid, I was, you know, in band and played instruments and stuff. So I had a little bit more of an idea than like your average person through the jump, like I know a lot of people got blindsided when they were like, well, I sound terrible. Do I really sound like that? I, I need to spend more money on equipment so I can sound better. No, you need to learn how to adjust your levels, how to have mic discipline, all these other things that um, one of the things I did do is I started listening to podcasts about podcasting. Yes. Okay. I came across a certain individual who I might or might not be talking to right now that was talking about the aspect of doing a podcast and taking it seriously. I'm not naming any names. <laughs> But no, um, and a couple other shows where where they talked about things like you know, mic technique and you know how to adjust your mixing levels. And I went out and I found YouTube videos and all this stuff because I didn't want to sound like a complete putz. Right, right. I, like, I didn't want to you know sound like I'm recording in my bathroom with my phone, you know, <laughs> or in your gun shed or something, or or yeah, or out in the shed or anywhere like that. Yeah. Um, actually the, the funny thing was I almost did set up to go record out in the shed. Um, cause we got a, we, well, we used to have a really nice shed. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it was, that's, uh, we had a, I haven't, I haven't really talked about this, but yeah, we had a fire a few weeks ago. Oh, um, and, uh, that's what it was. Our shed caught on fire. Uh, oh Lord, which was really 
I mean, it, it's kind of weird with the timing on it and everything too. Cause in like the span of like four or five days or like three different fires in the neighborhood. And it was like, this is getting a little hinky. Cause they were all like out like buildings that weren't attached to the house. Like um, one of my neighbors with a detached garage, their garage caught on fire, burned to the ground. Basically um, our shed didn't get it too bad just because of like, I live two blocks from the fire station here. <laughs> and my neighbor saw the smoke and called the fire department because we weren't home. I was, I was at a doctor's appointment. My wife was in class, so nobody was here. <laughs> and uh, like, I got, I took the day off from it because I, the only slot I could get into my doctor was at like 1130. I wasn't going to work in the morning and then having to go to the doctor and then go back. I'm like, nah, this is dumb. I'm just taking a day off. Yeah. So I, I ran some errands and I went to the doctor and I came home like, you know, around like one fifteen, just in time for the cops to be blocking off my street and telling me I had to go around. And I'm like, but it looks like the fire engines are at my house. I would like to go there, please. <laughs> and so I drove around. I actually drove down to the other end of the block because uh, my house is the last house on our block. So I drove down to the end of the street and turned around and drove through my yard to get to the driveway. <laughs> and oh, man. You know, the, the cops are yelling at me. like, What are you doing? I'm like, my house fire, my house. I have to go get the dog. And then they're like, I get around to the side of the house and they're like, no, it's the, sh the sheds on fire. I'm like, Oh, thank God for that. I still have to go in the house real quick and turn off the electric because uh, our shed, well, we keep, I call it a shed, but um, it, it's a full like outbuilding. It has gas, water and electric run to it. So I'm like, let me go turn off the gas before this son of a bitch blows up. Okay. Oh wow! <laughs> and they were just like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'll be right back. I ran in the house. Like, in, down in the basement where the shutoffs are, I turned off, pulled off the breakers and turned off the water and turned off the gas. And I came back outside and I'm like, okay, everything's safe now. You guys, you guys should be okay. And they're just like, okay. And so they put the fire out and uh, that's, I've been dealing with like insurance and all this other stuff because of, but uh, I was actually considering turning that into like a pod studio because why not? It's got, gas everything you need yeah. i got everything i need i mean i was like this could be my little man cave i could record out here now i'm kind of glad i didn't because like i said it caught on fire and uh then they decided the fire was kind of suspicious because after we had like the fire inspector come through and all this other stuff he's like okay well this looks like where the fire started there's no wires in this spot there's no gas in this spot there's there's no reason why this should be catching on fire because we initially thought maybe like a, a mouse or a squirrel or something got in the wall trying to get a, get out of the cold and chewed through the wires and caught on fire, which shouldn't happen because they had circuit breakers and stuff, you know, so it should have popped circuit breakers if that was the case. But, you know, things, things happen, things malfunction. And then they did the inspection. They're like, yeah, this is actually really kind of kind of sus here. And we're like, you know, who are you telling, you know? We literally just put and we had like literally just put away all the like the filters and the hoses off because we got a nothing fancy, but like an above ground pool. Yeah. And um, and like all the patio furniture with all the cushions and stuff, all that stuff was in. We put all that away. We just put like the lawnmower and you know, the push mower in there. And um, like, you know, I had some camping stuff in there, camping stove and propane tanks and all this. So I'm like, I'm really glad nothing blew up, you know? Right. Yeah. Cause you had like a bomb basically. <laughs> yeah. Basically it was, we had all this stuff. And, but the, fortunately the, um, the little propane tanks on the cooking stove, they got like a safety thing on them or if they get overheat, they just, the, it pops off and it sprays all the, the fuel out. So, but that actually made the fireworks. <laughs> so nothing blew up, but we had these little blow torches 
blowing just out blowing fire. Yeah. Blowing fire all over the place. And and uh yeah, so and like all all the pool stuff. It's I mean it's all plastic. So it, that's just like it's just a giant ball of garbage now. <laughs> it's like <laughs> but Man. yeah anyway anyway that's way well, off track <laughs> but at least long, long, long as everybody's safe and everything and oh yeah you always be able to rebuild good, but yeah and that's 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 the thing too we're looking at it like well we want to rebuild it now but it's like maybe we'll make it a little bigger than it was because uh it really was kind of cramped and all this other stuff and then uh we're looking at zoning regulations because um when this house was built this where i live wasn't incorporated yet so it was like it was, it was the country we could do basically whatever we wanted that's changed so it's like now we got to see you know where we're grandfathered in and they're like well you know you can't have a shed that's that tall because it's technically it's also two stories it has an upstairs part so which was all like just old paperwork and you know like rubber made containers full of yeah. like my kids school books and his old papers and his baby books and all that stuff. All that was upstairs, you know, our wedding photos, all that. So that stuff didn't get hit by the fire, but it did get destroyed by the fire department <laughs> because they had to soak everything down to make sure the fire was completely out. So they, yeah. all that, all the paperwork and stuff, most of the containers held up, but a couple of them like cracked or something. So they, oh. they some of the, some of that stuff got trashed, but you know, such is life. But uh, since we can't rebuild it the same way it is we're like well what if we make it longer and bigger <laughs> and uh, so now it's like but they're like well you can't do that you'd have to get it classified as a garage and i'm like okay so what if i classify it as a garage and they're like well then here's the rules and i'm like yeah i think we're good so i think we're gonna instead of rebuilding the shed we're gonna just build a, a a second garage and put all the crap out there so i can because like right now i can't park in my garage so it'd be nice Ooh. to actually be able to um because like i've got you know like table saw and and uh, a bunch of tools and all that stuff and so that's uh that's all in there right now so you know whatever we'll we'll, we'll figure it out it's it's been a been a hot mess well hopefully y'all get that figured out and then you can figure out what if you want to go outside or if you want to stay inside hopefully you stay inside yeah um, no, I, one, I think one, i must stay in the house <laughs> one, funny, one funny thing i want to talk to you about because we're both you know we've got our setup I have not soundproofed anything. Have you soundproofed anything? Uh, a little bit, but not a lot. Um, I have a couple of those like sound panels. Yeah. Like, um, oh, wait, I got the filter on. <laughs> As I said, should be able to, if I remember how to do this, take this off. Anyway, okay. I guess I'm not going to be able to, I forgot how to take the background filter off. I have a couple of those like, they're like four by two by four uh, square or rectangle shaped acoustic panel things. I know what you're talking about. What do they call those things? Uh, um, I'm a technical guy and I'm not even thinking. I know what you're talking about because that, yeah. that's what I'm going to end up doing in here. But you can tell behind me that they're gun, they're yeah. bullets and all kinds of shit. So you know what goes on in here. Yep. It's, it's uh, <laughs> storage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's minor over that way. Um, they're just off camera. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I picked them up. Actually, same auction. I got the first mixing board I had at. Um, I buy a lot of stuff off of auctions and things like that because I'm cheap. And, but it's um, smart. Yeah. I mean, you got to you know, stretch every dollar. And these were somebody bought them and returned them or didn't pick them up or whatever. So I thought I was bidding on one because I, I looked it up online off the description and I'm like, okay, I can get these off of Amazon. They're like $78 a piece. And I thought I was bidding on one. So I was like, okay, my cap on this is going to be 50 bucks. I can, 
I can justify buying. And I was just thinking I was going to put it in the, in the corner behind my desk just to get that echo point broken up. And then, so I got it for like $46. I was like, all right, bonus came in under. And when I went and picked it up, there was four in the box. Ooh. So I got like $400 worth of soundproofing for 45 bucks. And uh, so I have the one in the corner that I was going to put. I got one directly behind where I sit. So I don't have any echo point coming off of that. I got one hung above my head, uh, little little chains off the ceiling. So it breaks that one up too. So I'm actually pretty well cocooned in soundproofing. um, As long as you don't go that direction, because that's like the rest of the room. And, you know, like I said, that's that's a bunch of guns and clothes and other stuff. Yeah. Like, and I know my sound sometimes hollow. And I said, whenever I do decide to do everything, I'm going to turn everything the opposite way. And doing that, that's going to take away some landscape for everything I got set up. Because me and you right now, we're talking, and you'll never see it in the audience. I'll never see it. But you're like on a, I want to say it's like a 19-inch TV, 22-inch TV, whatever, 32-inch. Yeah. You're right there in, in my camera. Like, I can, when I look directly like that, I can actually see you. I got it all mixed up, crazy stuff going on when I'm at home. On the go, I don't use any video. I just record, obviously, you know, that. And I, I do carry the, the little DSLR. But anyway, let me get back on topic because we went all around. Yeah, so, we're, we're way off base. <laughs> so COVID happened. We all got in, some people got in the podcast. And one thing I will say about me, I was podcasting way before then. But the, the, the surgeons of podcasters coming up. Um, some people were thrifty like us uh, starting out, and some people just went crazy, like you said, and they bought everything. And you can find the roadcasters, at least the one, I can find those at pretty decent prices now. The yep. the, mar- the market for them, if you look good on Facebook Yartel, I'm 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 choking on it now. There was one for 280 bucks. I should have bought it. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's but, a good price. Yeah, I was like, man, who would just let this go when they probably spent six seven hundred dollars on it. So uh, production and stuff like that, making time for stuff. That's one of the huge questions I want to ask you. How is your production now compared to when it was during COVID? And a quick example for me, before I used to just massively record episodes, um, edit this thing and that. I didn't have an intro, so I didn't have to worry about that. Now I have an intro, so I've, I've got a little steam process that it takes after recording this episode. I can have it mixed or at least mastered in like three hours if everything if i want to do everything right if i don't i just pop it in the little uh i use something called podcastle it's an artificial intelligent thing it pulls everything and then it gives me a transcription so i'm cheating a little bit nowadays but everybody knows the automation king i just do that sometimes it's like like this episode there's nothing that's happened crazy i haven't fallen out of my seat nor have you or or and the sound's been pretty consistent so i'll probably just run through the audio assistant let it pick up all the things that it needs to detect and I'm done. So that's my production now. So, and beforehand it was just whatever came out, I made sure it sounded halfway decent. If it was horrible, I paid somebody to fix it. Then, like you said, I took the time like you did and I learned how to use stuff. So I got good in logic pro had a bootleg copy of it. Cause I wasn't spending $500 on stuff. Like that. And that's one thing I want to say to audience and to podcasters directly to podcasters. When you were starting out, I don't care if someone puts a cap on five, 10, 15, 25 episodes. I'm not saying that. But if you know that you're doing this continuously and you're going to keep doing this beyond 30 episodes, buy better equipment, evolve. But if you initially, when you first start your show, use proper mechanics with the mic, 
I have heard people with shitty five in mics, which are like $15 mics. I've, I've had people with Android phones turn the microphone the right way, still sound great. It's all in the, the, the actual essential uh, fundamental setup and then in the post-production. That, that's the only thing that got me there. But getting into a question, uh, like I said, how has your, your production changed from COVID times till now? Um, well, honestly, now it's it, it's like a mixed bag. I'm better at it, so I can be a little more efficient. I know, like I said, I've got I've got the roadcaster, so it does a lot of a lot of the cleanup on the fly for me, which is that that's great. It saves me some from some you know headaches and having to run extra filters and all this other stuff. But um, my my time is less available at this point, so I have to be a little more structured and like, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. And I usually try to block out a little bit of time on the weekend to actually record the episode, get it, get like the master back. And, and like I said, I do a lot of editing on the fly too. If it's just me, if I, if I got somebody else on it, I'll just, I take all the files. And after I get the recording done, I walk away from it for a little bit. That's something I never used to do. I would sit here and spend like all day messing around with it, trying to get it right. Like going back through making tweaks, changes, deciding what I can leave, what I got to cut. And I would do it all in one shot. And uh, then it became more a case of I needed to, like like I said, I need to have that separation because I don't have the time to be spending all day on it, but also still get out a quality, you know, end result. So I'm like, I've got it blocked off now where I'll do all my, my episodes post on Tuesday, Monday after I get home from work is when I'll sit down in front of, that's like, my Monday afternoon, evening, whatever is I'll sit down and go through and clean everything up and crunch time, you know? Yeah. Cause I, I, I do need to have that little, like, I need the motivation of like, you need to get this done big guy. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I'll just, I'll be, I'll be dicking around with it until, uh, until I, it's exactly perfect. And sometimes that's just a little too much. Cause I'll, I'll start over editing and, and, and over tweaking it. And, and it, it becomes too processed, you know? Where it's like, okay, this now I just sound like a schlumuck. This is this is not good. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's probably the biggest change for me is the whole breaking it up into stages. Uh, which, like I said, it's got its pros and cons. For for me personally, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, like I said, it, it's 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 more of a a, a better. That division, I think, makes it better because I can go back and listen to it with, you know, fresh ears as I'm editing it instead of like just coming off like, oh, why did I say it like that? Let me let me redo this again. Let me re-record this for the 14th time and instead just going back and and addressing it and cleaning it up and some sometimes making slight changes because sometimes what I'm complaining about the relevant information may change over the, over the time between <laughs> when I recorded it and when I got to put the episode out. So I'm like. Okay, I said all this and then new information was revealed and all of that was wrong. So now I got to, you know, throw that entire opinion in the garbage because if I post that, I look like a jackass. (laughs) So a huge retraction and then get back on point. Yeah, basically like, okay, that's I got to come up with 20 minutes of new material. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, uh, a part of what I do with my show is I I pay uh, homage to journalistic integrity. 2020 we've done this before yep um john stossel's the comedian diane sawyer is probably the best part of the show and i used to give barbara walters a lot of credit you know she's still one of the greatest interviewers 
of our time, I will say. Um, I put a right up there with Ted Koppel. Ted Koppel, if you watch earlier stuff when he interviewed people, not this is later stuff, but yeah, but he was pretty good. Like, so, so here we go, Aaron. You're on the hot seat, real quick. All right, what's the? And these are just some. These are just some more personable questions. What has been the hardest part transitioning from COVID till now? Uh, the time for me. Um, that's really been the hardest part is having the time to focus on the show and like I just with real life and everything else that's going on. That's I said real life. You know, I mean. All, all my stuff outside of pod related stuff where we've had some, like I said, we had a fire. We had some issues with like pets and family issues, getting people getting sick and things, you know, just a whole hot mess. So it's like, I still, I want to stay consistent. I want to at least be getting my, my regular episode out every week. I want to, because those things are important. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of shows out there that, you know, they got great content, but they're, it's so hit or miss where it's like, Oh, well, yeah, we didn't, we didn't get around to recording an episode this week. Sorry. And I mean, you know, they don't owe anybody anything if they're not making any money off the show, if it's something people are doing just for fun. But at the same time, if you're not going to take it seriously enough, you can't really expect anybody else to take you too particularly serious either. So I, I try and keep that discipline going where it's like, look, I have to get this done. Like my wife, and I understand unless it's like something super important happens when I come home from work on Monday, just leave me alone. I'm going, I'm going in, I'm going in, sitting in my desk and I'm going to edit for the next couple hours. And the more you bug me, the longer it's going to take. So, <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's, it's uh, like I said, it's just the, the biggest change for me is just being able to make the time. Uh, and, I, and I think that's one of the hardest things for with everybody because like like you said, you have to be disciplined to be a podcaster. And people, that's one thing that people fail to realize. They think that you just turn on the microphone and record. Now, some people do turn on the microphone and record. So I'm not taking that away from anybody uh, when I say that, but I'm saying it like this, like with what you do, because uh, you keep all the current events. So you have to, it's not like you can stockpile episodes. You could if you were doing a walk down memory lane, you know, if you decide to put that in a series one day. But like you said, being consistent and constantly doing an episode, you got a good form because because at least you're doing better than me because me I'm very stringent and strict on things. Uh, if you're not a podcasting friend, like we're podcasting friends, so if you ask me to do something, I'll make the time and I won't push my my schedule regimen on you. But usually this is how I record and this is crazy on Tuesdays Eastern Standard Time. I don't care where they are in the world between five and seven or sometimes I'm leaning at five to eight on Tuesday. That's all I record. I record three shows then, and obviously with what I can do, I can curate that stuff later. But and I only record two times a month now, like like to to make everything right and to not uh, be on social media so much because people have this weird thing that they think that I'm on there, but no, I pop on like I oh, tell everybody got rid of the notifications years ago. So managing time for me in podcasting has changed to the point of what type of engagement do I give my fans. Like, for instance, uh, you have your fans that are picking up. Uh, what was it I listened to in your episode at the very beginning? You got quite a few of it because uh, you, you talk about them um, at the very beginning of each episode. The people like that, the buy a coffee. Oh, yeah. Uh, buy, me, buy me a coffee. Your, your Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. yeah. So, so, like, when you're doing that there, that's in, that's engagement. That's fan engagement right there. That kind of stuff. I wish I could copy you and just do that more than the crap that I do because I've got these people hanging on limbs on TikTok and doing random whatever. That's the only thing that I need to 
we're going to control it now to the next question. So we talked about production. We talked about um, the pod fading. Here's a hard one. What has been, and, and this is a hard one for me to ask because because I know my answer. What has been the worst mistake that's come out of the pandemic um, in podcasting for you? And I'll give you a second to, to think about it and I'm going to put this filler in here. Here was my mistake. My, my my mistake was was then when I was in these areas, like when I was traveling across Illinois and these places where there's podcasters I want to do shows with, I necessarily didn't make time for them. I could have easily made time to, like one day I was in Springfield, Illinois, and there's two podcasters there I wanted to do a show with. There were some in the central area of Illinois when I was there, because I, I was in Illinois for a whole month, well, two months at most. So I traveled Minnesota, Wisconsin, all these places. I missed out on all these people, but it was because of you didn't have a COVID. People still had this this feeling about COVID. Oh, if I get too close to somebody, I'm going to get sick. And when I actually did try to schedule stuff with people, like when I was in New Jersey, these people flaked on me. And I'm like, hey, I'm in a hotel room renting extra space to do a show. Show up. Yeah. That, well, that's just rude. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, my honestly, my, my biggest regret probably has been uh, certain things where I like overcommitted, you know? Like, okay, yeah, I can get this done. I can do that. I can get this done and wound up, you know, still doing it, but not necessarily to the level I wanted to. Like, it wasn't up to my standard. So it's like, not, not, now I look like kind of a jag off because I said I was going to do all this stuff and it hasn't actually been done well. So it's like, yeah, I did it, but it really looked like I wasn't putting my heart into it. And it wasn't necessarily that I couldn't have done it. Like, and that's like with the live episode thing, I've been talking about doing that for six months now. I just, I keep not, cause I'm, I don't feel like I'm ready to do it at the level I want to do it at if I'm going to do it, you know? So I, that's been my biggest regret was earlier on. I was way too like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Okay. I can do this. Yeah. I'm going to change my production levels. I'm going to have this many episodes a week and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I just got, I, I, I jumped in too hard and uh, came off kind of looking like a schmuck for it. And that's like my biggest regret is like, if I would have just looked before I leaped and not committed to anything until I was actually ready to pull the trigger, I wouldn't have come off looking like, you know, some big talking jackass that, you know, I talk a really good game, but I didn't deliver on it. And that's a shame. So, I mean, I feel like, just for me as a person, but also for the show, that's really kind of off brand, you know, that's, yeah, that's like, yeah, I'm, I, I don't, I shouldn't be making all these big promises and all this big talk and all this other crap. And then just, you know, like, uh, well, I can go with you on that. Cause, cause I can tell you the fault in me too, is this whole live streaming stuff. I had planned a big production myself. I had the little flashy lights. I like, we're going live on March 17th. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it never happened. And then when we started doing lives, it, it's so hard to get people to to get into it because we both have a buddy that I think would would be an interesting show for you and him would do a live together, live on one. Uh, Gil from the Mind Bucks. Oh, yeah. I think we, I think we talked <laughs> about it one time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gil and I had a little side project going, but it, it wound up kind of that's one of those things, too, where I was like, I was all for it. I'm like, yeah, let's get this going. And it just kind of kind of petered out where it was like between Gil's schedule and my schedule. And then uh, we had also Liz from You Should Have Ghosted was okay. the third person. 
And between the three of us, we, it was like, we, we, we got a couple of, we did it. We recorded a couple episodes. We never published them and they were great. At least for us. Cause it was the three of us basically being stupid and, and making each other laugh for like an hour and a half, but we couldn't do it on anything resembling a regular enough basement to have it be a show and be anything that actually happened on a normal basis just because we all, you know, just kept having problems with scheduling issues. And I mean, that's one of the problems with this is, in, and where that's where, like I said, with this, the stricter regimen comes in, you gotta, you have to say, okay, this is, you gotta make the time. You gotta have the discipline to do it. And the more, the more variables you add to that, the harder it gets to make it yes. click. And like with Gil, um, he and I were t- talking about doing some stuff too. And, w- and we still probably will at some point. Cause you know, uh, he, he knew I was thinking about doing the live stream like twice a month or whatever. And he's like, Oh yeah, dude, call me. Let me know. And so I was like, I'm going to get him on there at some point and we are going to sit around and talk and just, it's going to be the Aaron and Gil make each other giggle show for probably, you know, a couple hours. And, and hopefully I'll get how, like I said, if I have the phone calls working and everything too, you know, we'll get some people watching and get some interaction, which I mean, that that's really the stuff that that's, that's the stuff that gets me all jazzed up for it. I'm like, okay, when I get some feedback, when I get some people being like, Hey dude, here, what about X, Y, and Z? Or, you know, I want to hear you and Gil talk about this. That would be hilarious to me because I'm sure Gil and I are going to have in some cases, wildly different takes on things Thanks, Yeah, because uh, you know, where he tends to be a little bit more, optimistic bright side like okay well maybe this and that and the other that i'm in here like it all is horrible and should be destroyed <laughs> and he's just like wow man that's dark you know and i'm like well you know i'm i i'm a i'm a bitter old man what do you want from me and i think y'all would have a great dynamic because i feel like if, if anybody hasn't listened i'll go over to mind buzz and check out some things that have gone on over there between you two um but definitely y'all should definitely get into it but like like you said that that's been the issue with people's schedules and i'm a prima donna like i don't like cool thing is I always love to have people on my show, but I'm very, I don't do shows. I do 10 shows a year. And, and, yeah. and, and, and like you said, and, and I ran into that issue. It was some shows that I wanted to do. I, I, I skipped out on three shows this year. Like we recorded and I told them to throw it away because like the timing wasn't right. So I get what you're saying when it comes to all this stuff. And like, like even now we're both on vacation right now. So it's like, I'm not doing anything. The worst thing that I was going to do today was stream um, DuckTales. Uh, for, for the Nintendo, I was going to just yeah, run through that. School. And, yeah, like I said, I, th- that's what I have to do. You know, that's my well, yeah. Switch. And, the, and the, the retro stuff that that does have a following too, so that's cool. Yeah, or double dragon something. I was going to get into something. I know. No, no, no. Hold on. What was it? I cannot think of the character's name. Dominoes. He had the red suit on. Annoyed. The Noid. Yes, I loved that game, man. <laughs> I, I just got a bootleg copy and I, and I haven't put it on the NES yet, but I'm going to put that on and that's something I'm going to stream because I figured it'll take me yeah. a day or two to beat it. I, yeah. I, I, I had that game back when, back in the day, I was, I loved that game. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. You had the big the pizza stomper thing. And, yep. Yep. That, 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 that game was fun. Yeah. That was, that was one of my good ones. All right. So let's get deeper and deeper into the question. So, Man, we've talked about a lot. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so so uh, going deeper, we've already touched on uh, the mistakes or whatever. What's something that has been great that's come out of this? Um, example, because, you know, I always throw Mockteller in there first. Great example is I've met people like you. I've been able to further relationships and have a good time with you guys and watch you guys prosper and do different things inside podcasting that I haven't got to do. Um 
and to help some podcasts get to certain areas and to see because you know i get into real feuds with people like across the country <laughs> and stuff so i've actually partaken in some of the some wwe style feuds which i don't do anymore but i've had a a, a very charismatic run with podcasting in our yeah. tier so what about yeah, you honestly yeah i would say my favorite thing is probably just the people that i've i've met and you know, there's, you know, I've met some really great people, some great shows, great hosts. I've talked to, I've made like actual friendships that I never would have had because it's with people that are like, you know, a thousand miles away from me. Uh, you know, people from different shows where it's like, we're, we're planning on, you know, maybe getting together th- th- this coming year sometime. If, you know, we can either coordinate something in the middle or if somebody's now moving, like I, I'm, my, my some of my stuff with work may be changing where I might start getting shipped out to different s- spots around the country for you know like two or three days here, two or three days there. Oh snap! And if that happens, I, I'm probably going to pick up one of little a Zoom recorder or something, so I can still because I don't want to lug all that stuff with me on the road. But uh, and I you know I don't want to have to pay the extra airline fees for luggage, <laughs> but. If I can get something small to carry with me to record or or because I'll take my work laptop. I don't want to put recording software on there because it's work. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, maybe maybe I can go back to just using my Chromebook or whatever. I haven't figured out the logistics of it yet, but I'm already looking at like, okay, where do we have accounts where I may be getting shipped to to go basically going in like troubleshooting stuff at different accounts that my company handles. And I'm like, well, if I got to be there you know, for three or four days. Anyway, I could take an extra day on the weekend and fly back on Monday for a cheaper rate, save the company a few bucks and get to, you know, meet up with some people here and there or whatever. Yeah. And and it's nothing amazing, more amazing than recording live. I actually got to do that. Uh, we did a, a episode in my car actually with the zoom recorder. Um, so I will say this, if you do decide to do that, that H six is amazing, but everybody buys the, the least expensive, the pod track. The Podtrack right. doesn't ha- doesn't have a module that goes on the top for the speaker, like because you know I use that little, I don't even have it with me. But anyway, it's yeah, a, the, the little a, thing. Yeah, yeah, I can do the little thing and not even carry microphones. We just do a show like that. So yeah, might be something to look into. But I will say this: uh, a little steep. Wait, wait until May or so if you want to buy one because you can get one for like two something, like a yeah. dummy. I, I pay like three, but. Well, no, I'm 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 all about the the thrifty approach. It's. I, I actually they, the same auction site I buy all my auction stuff from. They had a they had a H four on there, Ooh. and I was and I was trying to get it, and I got out. I got like sniped at the at the last possible second. I got outbid by like fifty bucks. I was like, and I was like, well, that's over my that's over my fun money allowance for the week anyway. So I, yeah, I, if you do I, get I the H four, yeah, and that that would that would that would do the trick for me. That would be plenty. Yeah. You know, and it has a little uh, the 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 little microphone module, like you were saying. And I was like, yeah, yeah that that could that could do her. But and they do they do work wonders. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always another time for that. So um, outside of all of that, let's talk about 2023 because this episode um, I'm gonna put it out like the first week of January because I got because you know we're right at the end of the we're actually on December 20th. So yeah, like this episode will come out next Thursday. Um, that's a rarity, people. I know because I hold everybody knows I hold on episodes for like seven months or two years. I got an episode from 2017 that I'm going to release next week. <laughs> Me and the guy finally came to an agreement. Um, so 
2023, you've already talked about going, that you're going to embrace the live. Um, like I said to you earlier, if you're going to test it, let me know, get Gil together, because I got a bunch oh, of different yeah. topics. I got a notebook full of podcasting episodes that I'll never do. Um, and uh, that'd be kind of be kind of wild there, too. So for you, what's the biggest thing going into 2023? What is something that we can know exclusively on West Virginia and Commonplace about what's going to go on with your podcast? Well, um, biggest thing for 2023, and I haven't, and then again, this kind of goes back to what I was talking about where I keep over committing to things, but I'll, I'll tell you all this because it is the intention, barring any really unforeseen screw ups. Um, I am going to be bringing on sort of like a, a sub sub episode kind of deal. Um, uh, I'm bringing in another guy who is going to be doing kind of his his a similar thing but it's going to be like because he still hasn't come up with a name yet that's part of the problem where he's like i need something that works and it's like uh, but the kind of the concept is it's going to be whatever he decides to call it and i had to say it production where <laughs> okay. it's going to it's going to be more or less his show with like i'm going to be the ed mcmahon to his johnny carson you know? okay He's, it's going to it's going to be him steering the ship and me sitting in the background, you know, lobbing, you know, smart ass comments and things into his. And it's going to be something we're going to be recording here, like live in studio kind of deal. Uh, and it's he's talking about doing it like twice a month and, you know, like opposite weeks of the live episodes. So I'm not over overloading myself any any one week. But um, yeah, so that's kind of that's I'm I'm the that's it's on the front burner. It's getting ready to you know be done. Uh, he's just got to get his final little things going, and so yeah, that's going to be the the big thing in 2023. Is Aaron's going to be a sidekick? Oh um, snap! So so uh, I don't and, know but, why. And then I, it's I said I I was like it's going to be it's going to be a whatever you call it, and I had to say a production because I'm going to be doing all the legwork on it. So. <laughs> it, it's like i'm like you can do the social media because i don't need to be speaking for you but all the production and all that other stuff like all the behind the scenes back end work is that's all going to be on me because mostly i don't want him hanging around in my house for like 15 hours of the shot because he's trying to learn how to edit and everything i'm like no we'll just you can be the talent i'll be the producer and see your sidekick and uh let yeah, me know so, how that works let me know how it, that works yeah it'll, it'll be interesting i'm 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 really uh I've been kind of trying to kick him in the slats like, dude, are we doing this or what? Because I'm like, I need to schedule so mama knows when you're coming over so she doesn't get mad at me for you just turning up. <laughs> well, look, whatever you do, don't do like I did, because I had a, a project this year. I was uh, I did this podcast called the Ascension Dimension Podcast. It was where we were some spiritual something, something, <laughs> probably something I had no business doing. And I found myself being the person doing all the work. I didn't do any of the social media stuff because I told the lady, I was like, Hey, I don't do that. I can do you some quick shit on Canva and I'll make these episodes and I'll come up with topics for four episodes. You do the rest. We'll do a limited series. And one day I realized this lady couldn't even use zoom. Like she didn't know how to record herself on zoom. So you see how that show ended. And uh, yes, guys, this is the first announcement I will make of this Ascension dimension podcast has been canceled. Um, The RSS feed will be up for a while because me and a cast, I can't come to an agreement to them deleting it. Uh, that's another funny thing I do want to say there. Um, people, a lot of people have asked this, and I will put this out there. Yes, our archival show, which is called West Virginia Presents the Collection, is available through 
Acast. I didn't do it through um, Anchor because I want to say this and I'm going to leave this here inside this podcast about Anchor. Anchor is a very good place to start and do things. You can make money with Anchor in instances, but Anchor is not where you need to end up later. Yeah, and no, I, I I agree with that too because I, I will be prob. That's the other thing this year. I will probably be shifting off of Anchor to a different host. Um, because like, I'm like you said, yeah, you can make money off Anchor. I got I got my deposit statement for last month. I got four cents. So. Yeah, like I said, instances <laughs> and nothing. Um, and one thing I want to touch on this real quick, if you don't care, I want to throw this in here. This is what hurt me with Anchor, and everybody knows I'm Mister Business. I make a little piece of change. When we can't control our prefix, when you can't tag something to your actual true analytics to receive them, we get falsified numbers. We get lied to. Um, I, I know someone yeah. personally right now inside podcasting, and this is not a joke. This dude has a $200 spending limit that he spends in his podcast, and this dude buys downloads. He's part of a farm. In turn, buying those downloads, flip around and give him a profit. That 200 he invests, he gets $800 out of it, but he is not, he has no true listeners. He pays $200 for $800. $600 might sound good, but yeah, integrity, integrity. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't see myself do, I can't, I can't buy listens. That just, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it feels <crazy>. dirty. <laughs> It's wrong. Right. And, and then especially when we found out about the people that had the podcast getting downloaded through the video games. Oh, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that pissed me off. Well, that, that pissed me off because I was like, I'm one of the people playing those games going, I hate all these stupid ads. What the shit? <laughs> it turns and out it, I'm downloading somebody else's show. I'm not even downloading my own show. What the hell? Yeah, like, let me know how to download my show. Let me get a million hits because yeah, right? all these people play these games. Um, so uh, going forward in 2023 for us as a whole in podcasting, I hope that we're able to keep the community because it looks like the community is going away. It looks like, you know, yeah, there's definitely been some breakdown. Uh, it's it's not like it was. And uh, and everybody's always going to be friendly, but for some reason, uh, inside the, when it gets to the business aspect, and everybody knows that I talk about the hobbyists and then the regular podcaster and then whoever else. But let's forget about all that. Just podcasters in general. I'm going to stop using the hobbyists because everybody's podcasting for a reason. Um the problem that I get is is this, and, and I don't know if you've had this happen or not, because if we've all had sponsors and we've all been involved with companies, uh, a lasting effect that people should really think of when you go get a sponsor, not you doing something for someone or promo swapping. When you actually go get a sponsor and you get paid for that little bit of time that they're supposed to have their uh, ad in your show, you're supposed to go back after the exclusivity is over and take that ad out. <laughs> and yep. I don't get why people will let a, an ad have legacy time. And it's not like you get royalties. You get one payment. That's it. Yeah. As I said, that, I, I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, the only, the only actually ad I have that I run and anything. And you know, it's, it's kind of sporadic because it's, it's not an actual ad. Like I, I'm not like getting a sponsorship for it. In as much as I got, I got, I got some T-shirts, <laughs> but, but uh, it's actually you know a, a buddy of mine's company. So oh, yeah, can you, can you run that promo real quick? Oh yeah, sure. It's it's the um, horribledesigns.com, right? It's it's they uh, they it's T-shirts, mouse pads, you know, coffee mugs. You can get 
it's a bunch of different, you know, graphics that have either smart ass comments on them or he's, he's got some political stuff in there, but then he's also got stuff like, you know, making fun of vegetarians. And, you know, I mean, it's, he, he, he doesn't discriminate. He takes shots at everybody. <laughs> so it's like, it, it fits my personality very well. And, and like I said, the guy who owns the company is actually a friend of mine. So he sent me some t-shirts. I, I did. I, he's also a big supporter of my show too. So I'm like, he sent me some t-shirts. I, I recorded a spot for him. I'm never going to go back and take those back out simply because he's my buddy. I don't, I don't begrudge him. You know, anytime I get a new listener that goes back through an old episode and hears that ad, I, that's great. You know, that's like I said, that's my friend. I want to help him out as much as possible, but yeah, no, if it's a contract and you're getting paid for X, Y, and Z, that's what they get. Right. And, <laughs> they and get that's X, one thing. Y, and Z. That's and business. In your, your place, you got product placement. So product placement and, and it shows your style and stuff also inside that. So that's mutualistic. That's totally, that's a whole different ball game. Man. Yeah. I mean, that's like, yeah. see, I got this one right here. <laughs> yeah. Obey the TV. That's, I think that's mm-hmm. hilarious. And that's one of his shirts. Yeah. You know, so that, that, that works. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a walking billboard too, cause I'm a big dude. So I'm walking around the, the store and I've had people stop me and like, what does that say? And, and I'm like, I, the one of them, I had one that's got a cast iron skillet on it. So don't put me in the dishwasher <laughs> and you know, real simple. Anybody that uses cast iron gets it. Anybody. And so I had somebody who was like, my dad would love that shirt. And I'm like, well, here, go check out the website. There's all kinds of stuff on there. Your dad might like, and you know, hopefully my buddy got a couple sales out of that, but, uh, but like, yeah. sounds- Beyond that, not to hell with it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how it's supposed to work, most definitely. And uh, not to tie you up too long or anything, uh, thank you for coming on the episode. Uh, Once again, this is post-COVID Talks. Uh, We have Aaron on here with us, and uh, he has an amazing podcast. Now, let's go to a quick little testimony, everybody. Everybody knows I do these little uh, things for everybody. So let's talk about Aaron real quick. Aaron um, has fortitude. He's talked about that earlier. Um, Straightforward, very concise. Um, no middle of the run with him. You're what you get is what you get. Um, and, and, you know, everybody, since I do a spiritual balance, we'll give him a word. We'll, we'll call him stoic. Don't know that much about him, but you can, t- you can, if you see him visually, you can see that he's stoic. There's, he takes care of a lot of stuff that goes on in life. Stoic sound about right for you, Aaron. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll run with that. So that's for my spiritual people. So they'll be like, oh, he's doing this enlightening thing. Um, and that's not a joke. That's a serious thing. Uh, being stoic is a very hard thing to do because you have to mask a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to do any of that. And I don't have any of my astrologers or any of that other crap with me. And people, I want to say this real quick. I'm not taking a dive into all this uh, spirituality and stuff like that. These are things that have moved into the certain parameters on the shows. And uh, one thing that I like to be 100% honest with people about, like I get feedback from my fans. Um, and when you get feedback, people kind of corner you in a certain areas like, hey, can you cover this? Can you do this? I want to keep listeners. So I'm going to cover certain things that they want to cover. Not to break away from everything. It's not like I want to sell my soul or anything. Not yet, at least. (laughs) But anyway, getting back to this testimony. So uh, doing your show, you make a commitment to do it. You could have stopped doing it. You could have got the roadcaster. You could have went on. You could have went to the public broadcasting network in your state and and signed up for their public, uh, their PBS podcast. You could be doing that right now instead of doing your show. But you didn't choose to go that route. You chose to stay with your show. Keep building it. Um, you took that foundation and you're building it up more and more. So I want to thank you for that because not a lot of people have the tenacity uh, to continue and do what you do. You do what you do, no frills or anything to it. There's some thrills to it, but no frills. Um, 
And that is much appreciated. When I listen to your show, I get your show on Tuesday. I listen to it on Wednesday for some reason because it, it falls in my hike on Wednesdays. Um, no matter what I'm doing, even if I and, and I, even though I wake up to it on Tuesday, I, for some reason Wednesdays the, the day I like to listen to it. So I want to thank you for putting your show out when you do because it fits my Wednesday schedule because I don't like the shows that I listen to on <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> and it's the point of you have an authenticity. You have something that I put inside these courses that I sell to people for four ninety nine, five ninety nine. It's this very simple authenticity. You're the type of guy. That could go down the road, and I forgot my favorite hot dog place in Illinois, but whatever one that makes that hot dog from uh, the Chicago hot dog, or go there eat a hot dog with you. I could go watch Chicago Cubs play at the White Sox. Chicago <laughs> Cubs, and go with you and see that, and then travel to Peoria or anywhere else inside that state, or the greatest place out there, which is Rockford. And I did say that Rockford, Illinois, so I do <laughs> want my respect on that one. Um, and you seem genuine. Rockford's not bad. <laughs> not too bad. Um, I, I've, been, I've been out there a few times. It's yeah. For, for me, for me, it was just because of the um, what was the movie with Madonna in it? Um, uh, League of Their Own. Yeah, just because of that kind of history. I'm a movie buff. Um, but anyway, getting back to you, you take time to hone your craft. That is the hardest thing to do in podcasting because motherfuckers just get out here and they do shows and then shit's be trash ass and people are just nice about it. And I'm not one of those nice people. I, I tell people, I'm like, <laughs> I don't have to, if I listen to your show, I listen to your show. If I don't listen to your show, you'll know that I don't listen to your show. <laughs> and I'm not saying yeah. you feel it in any way, but you'll just know. Um, so we're producing that product and continuously doing that. That's a hard thing. It's a mental bubble sometimes. I know I, I can just tell so anyway i want to tell you thank you for that continue doing what you're doing don't ever stop what you're doing because somewhere down the road there's someone like you like me um my neighbor down the road that could be just like you that will catch your show they will find the discovery because you unlike any other podcaster you actually have your own website you have taken enough time you studied at youtube academy to have your podcast have precision and i don't have anything else to say. I mean, that's just it. That precision that you have there, it will go further. Um, the only thing that we have to work through right now is just whatever the hell's going on inside of the business portion, which everybody knows I'm trying to find out yeah. more for us. Um, and with you and your continued support, I want to thank you. Like, just like I said uh, to someone earlier, I have two stickers from you that I got like two years ago, right? I'm going to take yeah. one of those when I go to Florida and slap it up somewhere. So somebody knows if you got any QR codes, I'll send you the PO box after this. But anyway, yeah, actually, point, I got some new ones coming. So okay, I'll, I'll so, send you some once I get here. Okay. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make here is that you're amazing in podcasts and what you do in the world. Um, your design is something that people should model and you should market at some point. Because you have a course inside of what you're doing. And I know everybody hates this about me, but I'm going to say this. You have a course inside you. You can legitimately sell what everybody else sells. The how I got to being a podcaster and how I got to where I am now. We don't care about the monetization. We don't care about any of those statistics. It's that you have a formula. You have a way to immerse listeners. Uh, one quick thing, audience. The average podcast... And this is cited from RSS feed. The average podcast and medium tier podcasting only has 150 listeners. Does that sound yep. kind of crazy? 
Sounds I I can understand that. <laughs> so, uh, no. so with that being said, anybody that has when they're doing percentiles, we know how to bring all this up to them. Anybody that has more than ten people listening to their shit, so take that real quick, audience and Aaron, real fast. Even if you only have ten people listening to your show, do you know how much better you're doing than the podcaster that faded or the podcaster that puts out episodes that don't gravitate? There's a podcaster right now that we both know that puts out shows and no one listens to them. Yeah, that's very true. I can, I can think of a couple a couple of shows that I listen to because I like them, and I know for a fact because I've talked to the hosts where they're like, "Yeah, we get you know got like ten episodes, 10, 10 downloads on this episode," and I'm like, "Man." I, I can't believe it. I'm like, and it kind of, it's kind of like, I get it. I mean, it, that, that grind is there, but they're doing it for the right reasons. Cause they haven't given up yet, but it's, I, I keep telling them, I'm like, dude, just one of these days, the right person is going to hear this and you're going to, it's going to blow up. Cause it's a great, it's a great concept. Uh, the one show in particular, if you don't mind, can I, can I, can I name a show real quick? Yeah, go ahead. We, we like that. Yeah. The, the ever trending, the ever trending story. Is a, 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 it's a pod I listen to. Uh, the host Garrett's a buddy of mine. Um, I've met through podcasting. You know, not 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 like a real world friend, but a a, a virtual friend. Uh, he's a great guy. It's but it's a really great concept because it's like the whole thing is telling new stories based on you know trends online and stuff like that. And it's instead of telling the same old stories over and over again, like you know, like Hollywood's rebooting the same movies every five years because nobody's putting new ideas out there and he and his host and they have guests on and they tell original stories, you know, like they make up stories based on like a news headline or, or, or a meme or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's a really novel concept. Like nobody's doing this kind of thing, but they, he's, he and I've talked and he's like, yeah, you know, my listenership's just not there. Now he just got brought into a media network, uh, like two weeks ago. So hopefully that'll give them a boost. Cause that's, that's like, I used to tell them, you know, the right person is going to hear this. Something's going to catch and you're going to get that backing and you're going to get that support. Cause it's a good idea and you do a good show. And I'll definitely have to take a listen to it. Cause I might have yeah. some people that could help maybe, you know, never know. Yeah. And um, he just, he just joined in with a uh, odd, odd pods. Okay. So I'm like, you know, see what see, <laughs> I told you the right person's going to hear it. You're going to get that. You're going to get some, some momentum and you're going to go places. Because that particular network, they're really good about plugging each other's shows and all that other stuff. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm happy for him. But like I said, that's one of those shows. I listen to it because I like it. I, he's a good guy. And I, like I said, I think it's a really interesting concept. And they 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 do it well. They tell good stories based on some really ridiculous stuff sometimes. You know? Yeah, so I'll definitely like I said, give it they'll a tell point. a story about a meme. So. Yeah, so, so I'll definitely check them out. Yeah. And um, like I said, that's one of those things. But I like I, based on our conversations, I get more listens than he does. Not a lot, but I'm like, really? You only got seven plays on that episode? Man, that hurts. That hurts my soul because I was in my car laughing like an idiot listening to listening to you guys tell this story and six other people heard it. Uh, that that hurts me. I'm like, right. I want I want to see him do better. So, yeah, so most definitely. And swing his information to me because I got a few tips that might help with this and that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to gather it together. Um, yeah, most definitely on that one. I'll, I'll, I'll get it to you later on. I'm I'm gonna have to after we button up here. I'm gonna. Uh, I just got a text message reminding me I have to go run to Walgreens. So. Oh Lord! So uh, we won't make this any longer. Uh, yeah, real quick, no, real, real quick. Uh, <laughs> we do this thing. It's nostalgic. It is the shameless plug. So Aaron, 
do the shameless plug plug everywhere where everybody can meet and greet you all right for my shameless plugs i can be found at i had say podcast.com which has links to show notes uh which honestly i will admit i'm terrible about show notes mostly because i gotta get a better transcription thing set up most of, most of it right now is more like i talked about this go listen so um uh but then there's links to shows i like links to uh like i've got a small business section so if you got a small business and you want to be highlighted on my page for whatever reason send me your information i'll put you up there uh, because i do believe small business is one of the things of the future for america for us to continue to be a solid country with a certain degree of independence people gotta have support small businesses so uh there's a small business links page there is a show links to shows i have been involved with shows i like shows that i think you should go listen to they uh it's you know participation in my show is not a prerequisite to get on that list um it is a lot of shows i have done because i want people if the, i had a guest on my show i want people to be able to go okay here i can go find more of them at x y and z but it's also got just stuff i listen to and shows i like like i happen to have, you jerry you've never been on my show but you you have a line on that page and you have one of my other favorites <laughs> film rage Film yeah. rage, oh, I, film rage. Um, particularly, I, I interact with Jim a lot because he handles all their socials. Uh, Jim's my buddy. He was on there, and uh, he, he's uh, he, he's good people. And he and he's one of those one of those things. Like he's a big supporter of my show, and I I support the hell out of their show because I like it. I, I like the concept, you know, and it's well done and it's entertaining. But at the same time, Jim and I don't see eye to eye on everything, and he'll he'll be the first one to admit that we don't we don't see eye to eye on everything. He was on my show, and we didn't see eye to eye on everything. <laughs> but you know, we still get along good, and we still have that respect of you know, even when we don't agree, we can still respect each other and stay friends because you know maybe maybe it's a generational thing, but we don't think we have to necessarily see eye to eye on everything to still respect and like each other. Because that's true. That's that's just how it works. I mean, I'm sorry, that's the real world. Not everybody's going to think everything you think. That would be boring. How lame would it be if we were all exactly the same? It would that be like an android. Point. Yeah. I mean, we'd be an ant colony. It's, 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 ugh. but, uh, yeah. So that's, that's kind of the big shameless plug. Uh, you know, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Just I had to say it and you punch in those words. You pulls up a picture of a gorilla. Everything else is like country songs. Uh, <laughs> But if you see a gorilla with a microphone, that's me. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much my shameless plug. All right. <laughs> so once again, I am JR from West Virginia Uncommonplace. And here's the challenge I thought I'm going to leave you with. And this is just dedicated to podcasters. You made an episode last year, podcaster. Make a better episode this year. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and on that note, we're signing off. Please follow WV Uncommonplace on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, TikTok where we have some great content, Facebook, LinkedIn, hit up the merch store at onecommonplace.square.site, join the email list from the website, and rate, subscribe, and give feedback from your favorite podcatcher. And lastly thanks for listening and tune into the next episode.